As you may or may not know, for the past 15 years or so, we've been assisting individuals and families in their move to Costa Rica, and we also facilitate the their acquisition of uh, residency or legal status here in Costa Rica. And a lot of people have been contacting us with incorrect information that a lot of the other purveyors of the same thing that we do seem to be putting out there. So I just wanted to update you uh, regarding the three most popular types of legal statuses here in Costa Rica. And then I'll give you our website address. And if you you have an interest in speaking with us um, for the purpose of becoming a resident of Costa Rica, or if you just have questions, maybe you're just in the, the primary stages of thinking about moving to Costa Rica. Not a problem at all. We have the answers. Anyway, as a result of the tremendous number of requests for clarification about the best type of legal status available, we thought the following may be of interest to everybody. And in reality, the three popular types that are available, they meet the requirements of almost all applicants. And the three most popular types of status remain the pensionado status. It requires that the applicant has a pension or social security entitlement of U.S. $1,000 per month or more, guaranteed for life. You must be receiving this payment at the time of your application. This status would include applicants, spouse, and children under the age of 18, or if your children are full-time students, under the age of 25. Rentista status. It requires that the applicant can prove that they have available a sum of no less than U.S. $2,500 a month, for a period of 24 months. And this status was created for the individual or family who has assets, but not a formal pension program. This status would include applicants, spouse, and children under the age of 18. And again, if the kids are full-time students under the age of 25. And then the final one is the resident investor status. It requires proof that one has invested a minimum of U.S. $200,000 in a government-approved investment or investments. The purchase of a home qualifies as an investment. Again, this does not require a single investment. It could be property plus an investment in the local stock exchange, several pieces of property, etc. The total investment must exceed U.S. $200,000. A lot of people contact us and think we're wrong. They say it's $150,000, but it's not. There are paperwork requirements from your home country to accompany the application to the Department of Immigration here, and those requirements are spelled out on our website at Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. That's Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts.com. For our Canadian prospects and clients, simply scroll past the literature pertaining to American applicants to see the slightly different requirements applicable to Canadians. There are paperwork requirements from Costa Rica, simple documents such as the creation of a limited power of attorney, copy of passport has to be made, notarization of your passport, notarization of signature, proof of payment of government fees, etc. And a list of all of the requirements can be found on our website and available when we know how many people will be on the application for their chosen legal status. So we'll work with you on that. Some of the most uh, popular or recent questions asked, does an investor status only require $150,000 investment? 
no, although the change was proposed and voted on and passed, and the past president did his part, the fact remains that the change never was implemented. The financial requirement for investor status remains at $200,000 U.S. Can I bring into Costa Rica my personal items and vehicles duty-free? At the same time of the proposed reduced amount to qualify for legal status, the incentive package that was approved, incentive being the ability to import personal effects and vehicles duty-free, was passed, <laughs> but also was never implemented. No duty-free scenario at this time, but we will keep you posted. How would I prove that I have available to me the sum of money required for rentista status? The simplest method of obtaining proof of the required funds would be to approach your bank in your home country and request a letter from the bank written on their letterhead and stating that, number one, you are known to the bank and are in good standing with them. Number two, that you have available in your account sufficient funds to provide a minimum of $2,500 a month U.S. for a period of no less than 24 months if required. Number three, the letter to be signed by an officer of the bank and his, his or her signature needs to be notarized. If applicant is from a country which is a signatory of the Hague Convention, then the letter must also be apostilled, which we can assist with the apostilling process. Paperwork is not a problem when you uh, come with us because that's one thing that we know that our clients hate to do and we help you get all of the paperwork done including apostilling. Can I open an account in a local bank in Costa Rica and transfer sufficient money from my home country to Costa Rica? The answer is yes, but the devil is in the details. It is near impossible for a person to open up a bank account here without having their legal status in hand. When you receive your legal status, you receive a credit card size plastic card with your picture on it date of birth, etc., plus the all-important cedula number. That is your number, nobody else's. With that card and passport and proof of a local address, you can approach any bank and open a bank account. The proposed letter from your home country's bank is very easy to obtain. There is one other method to open an account here without a cedula. This entails having a lawyer create a Costa Rica corporation for you. That corporation will be owned entirely by whomever you designate, you or your wife or both of you or your kids. Typically, it would be yourself, and the corporation has a cedula number included in its paperwork. Thus, you have the cedula to use to open a bank account and for a number of other uses, such as uh, starting utilities, electricity, telephone, and all that. How long does the process take from time of making application until a person can expect to receive their legal status? Well, this depends on which legal status you apply for. Both rentista and pensionado statuses can be applied for electronically. Normally within two or three days after we have all the paperwork ready, we will be advised by immigration to submit your documents. Within a week, we will receive confirmation of paperwork being accepted and immigration starts the processing of your file. The most recent time frame is that we should have the approval or acceptance within nine weeks from the time of the, from the beginning. Resident investor status does take a lot longer. The paperwork for this status must be handed to immigration in person by us on your behalf. This type of application cannot be done electronically. 
This requires an appointment to be made, and at, as an example, if we were to make an appointment today for immigration to accept your application for a resident investor status, we would expect that appointment to be given for mid-October or early November of this year. That's how backed up they are. Does Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts, that's our company, make any recommendations as to which status to choose? We explain the pros and cons of each status, the fact that we charge the same price to applicants no matter which status is that they choose. That's our way to ensure the client that we have no vested interest of one status over the other. We will advise you which status would be applicable to you and make recommendations as to which one would be the quickest and easiest to obtain. Can I work if I get my legal status here in Costa Rica? Very important consideration. All three of the legal statuses that we mention are considered temporary, and with a temporary des- designation, excuse me, the applicant and family cannot work. There's some confusion. There's a lot of confusion in the minds of people becoming resident investors. They are being told by others that they can work at their own investment. This is not true. Using the example of an investor purchasing a B&B or hotel. The investor would be limited to checking the books to see if he or she is making money. The investor could not draw a salary. Typically, the investor would compensate themselves in the form of an annually declared dividend. He cannot greet guests, tend the bar, hire staff, fire staff, cook, bottle wash, the whole thing. After the holder of any one of the three statuses that we mention above or beforehand, had their legal status for 36 months, then they can apply for and expect to obtain permanent status. We can help you with that as well. With this change in designation, the individual does not have to prove any financial quotas. Why? Because he or she can now work legally here. One now is able to compete against a natural-born Costa Rican or another foreigner who has permanent status already. Is it true that I must join the national health system here in order to obtain a legal status? I have my own health insurance already from my home country, and it's pretty darn good. Well, yes, it's a part of the immigration process. One must join the system. You can't get out of it. This system is commonly called CAJA, which means box in, in Spanish. There are no exceptions, and without joining, one will not get their legal status. Are the premiums expensive? That's relative, isn't it? A good rule of thumb would be to calculate your premium at 9% of your declared monthly income. Thus, a person applying for pensionado status, which requires $1,000 monthly income, would declare whichever pension or Social Security payment that they receive over $1,000. 9% of $1,000 is $90, so that's what you would pay per month. A person applying for rentista status has declared that he or she has $2,500 available each month to them, thus can expect to pay 9% of that, which is $225 a month. A person applying for resident investor status makes the required minimum investment of $200,000 as an example, a home. That home does not generate an income, thus what would... What would the CAHA charge that individual? Part of the required paperwork for resident investor status is for the applicant to use a certified public accountant to project what income, if any, will be generated 
uh, through his investment over the next seven years, and that figure is what will dictate the premium per month for Kaha. Apparently, a lot of people have invested their last dollar into the homes here and have very little, if any, annual income. Thus, pay a very little amount into the coffers of the Kaha. What is this two hundred or two hundred dollar charge? Yes, levied on each pension after they get immigration's final approval, but before they receive their cedula. The two hundred dollars that you have to put down is simply an amount that the Costa Rican government charges as a deposit, so that if the individual is ever found to be a persona non grata. Which means just a person who's worthless. <laughs> the government has the financial means of flying you out of this country at no cost to the Costa Rican population. If you choose to leave Costa Rica sometime in the future, then you simply apply for the deposit to be returned. Remember, we're always here to address any and all of your que- uh, questions and concerns. Again, Costa Rica Immigration and Moving Experts dot com. Google us. We've been around for many, many years. And again, we have all of the answers to your questions. Thanks for listening. Pura vida. We'll see you tomorrow.